It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my If you know your God is greater, why don't you give a clap offering of praise? Amen. This is a special Saturday service, a covenant day of career advancement. Acts chapter 26, verse 22. Acts chapter 26, verse 22. Acts 26, verse 22. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day. Amen. Amen. It takes the help of God to continue. It takes the help of God to continue. Most people have divided their career life from their spiritual life. And unfortunately, that has made many people think erroneously if it is popular that there is no element of God concerning career but that is falsehood the reason is that you are the same person you are not a different person so every part of your life every part of your being must be surrendered unto God. Having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue unto this day. Now, I've also seen how some people suddenly get into some small money and they suddenly forget the help of God. It's unfortunate. Having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue unto this day. There is nothing that you can get in the future that will not come from God. And there is no good blessing that you had in the past that did not come from God. The Bible said, every good and perfect gift by James, the brother of Jesus, said, It comes from above. It takes the help of God for you to break through everywhere. It takes the hand of God for you to advance everywhere. Why? Because the word of God says, For it is in Him that we live, we move, and we have our being, our existence, our progress. And the identity of who we are is all dependent on him. Having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue unto this day. 
I want you to begin to pray. Father, concerning my career, help me. Concerning my career, help me. Concerning my career, help me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue unto this day. Father, as I pray, in the name of Jesus, may I experience the help of God. Why? the help of God may I experience the help of God father help me concerning my career lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray father concerning my career may I experience your help concerning my career may I experience your help Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day. Father, help me. Lift up your voice and pray. Concerning my career path, Father, as I pray, I ask that you help me. Concerning my career path, Father, I pray that you help me. It will take the help of God to go up. It will take the help of God to go up. It will take the help of God to go up. It will take the help of God to go up. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. It will take the help of God to go up. E parata katala da bashaka frata kafa Atala da basha prata kavala da base Helanda safata prata kafala da basha pala da basa Harate ke voloso protokovosa Atada bala da basha kapala E katala da basha pata prata kavalosa Mahatala da vasapatala da brakafas Regala da vasheketa breda velehese Ecolodobo shikata brakapala da baladaba Lift up your voice, commit your career into the hands of God. Having therefore obtained the help of God, I continue unto this day. Lord, may I see your help concerning my career. Lord, may I see your help concerning my career. Lord, may I see your help concerning my career. Lord, may I see your help concerning my career. Lord, may I see your help concerning my career. Lord, may I see your help concerning my career. May I experience the help of God. 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 For vain is the help of man. May I experience the help of God. For vain is the help of man. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. Father, may I experience your help. Apostle Paul said he is able to do because of the helps of God. May I experience your help. May I experience your help. 
May I experience your help. May I experience your help. May I experience your help. May I encounter the help from above. May I encounter the help from God. May I encounter the help from above. May I encounter the help from God. May I encounter the help from above. Katabada basaka prata kava. Ekalada basha prata kava lada. Ata prata kava lada basha pata. Ata pala da braka pala da basha braka pala da basa. Ekola la 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 shapata prata. Efere la da basha prata kapele. Ekata pala da basha pala na masa. Eko pasafa. Apareta palosa. Ela da basha prata kapala. Kata pala da basha prata kapa. Ela da prata pala da basha pala da. Rata kata praka pala da basha. Esha prata kapala da bakapa. Efa parana na basha prata kapa. Ata prata kapala da bada bada. Ela da la da basha kata brada. Efera da kapala na basha kala da. Eparanda la da basha kapra. Ata pala da basha praka pala da basha. Rekata la da basha pala na basha. Aparata kapala da basha. Efera tekete prata kevela da he. Rekata la da basha prata kapa. Aparata pada la da basha praka. Eka pala da basha praka pa. Aparata pala da basha pa. Efala na mashakata, abrata kapala na basa, hada bala na mafika pala wasa, rata pala na basha prante kavalose, ikola na basha preke pala na basha. In Jesus' name, Amen. I see God helping you in your career in the name of Jesus. Now I want us to look at certain mystery keys for career advancement. And then we pray. I have five here. Maybe I'll just do three. Then we pray. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 4. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 4. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 4. Thank you Lord. Isaiah chapter 60, 60, verse 1. Maybe I'll even end that verse 3. Yeah. Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Somebody say amen. amen. Now that is a prophecy concerning your own career. Amen. The Lord said you will advance and you will do well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. No, so that's the anchor scripture I'll be using and all my points will be coming from there. And definitely I'll give you other um, supporting scriptures as well. Now, let me say something very important. First Corinthians chapter 9. First Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 24 to 27. It takes discipline 
to build a career. It takes what? It takes discipline to build a career. Most Christians are indisciplined. Most Christians do not know how to discipline their lives. And that is why they don't build anything. It takes discipline to build a career. Anytime you see somebody who is indisciplined, you will see the person being disciplined by authorities. If you discipline yourself, nobody will need to discipline you. It is difficult for teachers to be caning well-behaved students. It's almost impossible. But it is so easy for foolish students to be caned every time. The caning is to make them disciplined because they are not disciplined. Now, generally, so many Christians do not value discipline. That's why they don't build anything in life. They cannot follow time. They cannot follow order. They cannot follow vision. They cannot follow system. Everything they do is anyhow. And that is the number one reason why people cannot build anything out of life. There are people seven days in a week. They are tired five of the days. How will you build something? If out of seven days in a week, you're already tired five days. You are always complaining that you are tired. You are sick. You want to rest for a while. You want to sleep for a while. For five days. How do you build a career by being serious in only two days out of seven days? Which career will be built? It is just lack of discipline. The lack of giving attention to what is important and committing to that vision. That's why most people are failures. They are not disciplined. Most Christians are not disciplined. Now, if you cannot stretch yourself to build a career, the career will not be built. Simple. There is no anointing that builds career. It is discipline that builds career. There is no anointing that builds ministry. It is discipline that builds ministry. There is no anointing that builds a gift. It is discipline. Just discipline. And unfortunately, so many Christians are not disciplined. <laughs> if you want to see whether Christians are disciplined or not, demand for extra commitment. That's all. Just demand for extra commitment. Then you will see the foolishness in people coming out. Now, listen. As young as you are and as, as, as potent and capable as you are, you don't want to use your strength and your energy on anything. Now, will you use your strength when you grow? No. This is the time to use your strength. When you grow, how will you use your strength? Now, ask yourself, for how long can your parents fast? How often can they fast? How often do you see your parents wake up at dawn to pray? When? They don't do that. The, the time for that has almost passed. This is the time where you can make investment into your life. Because in the next chapter, you will be reaping your investment. Now, what betides you if when people are making investment, you are making nothing out of your life? Now, 
And I'm talking about investment that's bringing results. No, investment that's a waste of your time. Now, most people claim they are building something, but nothing is coming out of it. Take what you are building. Because if you are building something, you are building a house. You say you are putting a house together and nobody can see the house. Everybody must be worried. Where will you live? They say you are building. You say you are building. Where is the house? You say it's, it's there. When we come to the premise, there is nothing there. You, you see, most people frustrate themselves by imagining some excitement out of nothing. It takes discipline to build anything. And most people are just not disciplined. Now, if you have to sleep by 12 a.m. and wake up by 4 a.m., build a career, and that's what it takes. Can you build it? No, if that, you will be begging people for every time. If you have to just sleep four hours to build a career, will you be able to build it? Most people will not be able to build it. <laughs> that is a big problem because you have to be able to subject your body to the demand of your assignment either than that you'll be resting like a king now and be resting forever without anything yeah yeah now what kills vision is Pleasure is what? Pleasure. Pleasure. That's what kills vision. When you have to build something, it is not time for pleasure. <laughs> you will be surprised how many business people will sit down and will be calculating their profit without making profit. When you calculate profit, is it profit? When you sit down and you write figures, is it, is it money? You have to know how to make that real. It's not calculations. And some people also fall in love with imaginations. No. The reality is that behind everything that is working is a man who is at work. Behind anything that is working is a man who is at work. That calls for discipline. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiver the prize? Have you seen that? There, I, I keep saying, there is no guarantee that you will achieve it. There is no guarantee like that. Most people are just food. <laughs> Nothing is guaranteed though. Everything is conditional. Everything. If you live your life today as if you have achieved it, you 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 are you are you are like who are they in here? But there are most people who are living their lives today as if they have achieved something, and they have not achieved anything. Now, when athletes are about to run, everybody believes he will be the first, isn't also? Do people run thinking they will be last? But by the time they get to the finishing line, they are, there is last. There is last. Everything that you are doing, there is a race concerning it. Apostle Paul said, let us therefore run the race, which he said before us, there is a race. Everything is a race. Everything is a race. In fact, 
if you don't take care, by the time you get to the finishing line, now they have closed the, the, the games. Just because you are unable to discipline yourself. Now, let me, let me show you some scriptures. So, run that ye may obtain. Have you seen that? <laughs> it takes running to obtain. It takes what? Now, if you are unable to discipline yourself, you cannot run. No, when, when you see strong athletes, you see that all of them have a certain physical body shape. Is that not the case? Yeah. Why do they all have the same shape? It takes training your body to run. Training your body. You know, athletes don't eat fat. They don't eat meat. They don't drink. They don't smoke. It's discipline. It takes discipline. 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 You cannot be a star performer in your area without discipline. It's impossible. And generally, most people are indisciplined. That's why there are so many failures. Now, if they are mentioning three people in your area and your name is not mentioned, it's a problem. Just three. And your name is not mentioned, it's a problem. It's a problem. If you are in a church, you are in a ministry, you are in a group, and they are mentioning three people who are good at something and you are part of that, and your name doesn't come out, there's a problem. Generally, people are indisciplined. Yeah. And that's the problem with Africa. And every man that striveth for, for the mastery, 25, is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are an incorruptible crown. So Apostle Paul is comparing making a race to the faith. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. He's saying that. What we think that I'm doing, there is a target ahead of me and that target makes me become disciplined because without discipline, I cannot hit the target. Without discipline, you cannot hit the target. Most people claim God has given them anointing to write songs, yet zero. Yet zero. Gosh. Anything that is alive will make a movement. Anything that is dead will, cannot make a movement. Making movement, advancing, making progress is a sign that you are alive. It's a sign that that career is alive. If it's not making movement, it's dead. It's dead. And generally, people don't think. They don't think. Their head is just on their necks. And sometimes... You will be very amazed, me, myself, as to people that I think really think and then later I find out they don't think at all. Yeah. Discipline. Look at what Apostle Paul says in verse 27. But I keep under my body, have you seen it? And bring it into subjection. This is the, this is the key of discipline. You cannot be sleeping and building a career. <laughs> you cannot have pleasure 
and have the price. No, you will choose one. You will choose either to have pleasure or you choose to have the price. If you choose to have the pleasure, you will not need any discipline. You can do anything other people are doing. But if you choose to have the price, you will have to discipline yourself. Because for every game and for every race, there is a system and standard. That if you fail to achieve that system and standard, you cannot achieve the price. You wrestling, they, they, they weigh them. Eh? They weigh them. You have to have a certain weight before you can do it. Mm. You don't have that weight, you, you are disqualified. You are disqualified. Basketball, you have to have a certain height before they can field you. You are disqualified. And in fact, having the height alone is also not a guarantee that you will succeed. There are many tall people who are playing nothing. It's discipline. Most people are just not disciplined. You see, if you want to see somebody who is disciplined, look at Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Now, this is not today's message. I just, I just, it just, the Lord just spoke to me. I felt like speaking about this. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. If you want to see somebody who is disciplined, look at Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Go to the hand thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Verse 7. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, uh -huh, provided her meat in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. If you want to see a man who is disciplined, look at a man who does not have an instructor but doing what he has to do. A man who does not have a guide, a ruler, an overseer, but is doing what he has to do. That's discipline. If as long as you are alive, people must tell you to do what you do. You are stupid. You are just stupid. And you cannot be trusted for promotion if you can't do what you have to do on your own. And so many people cannot do the lack of discipline. Now, do this. You don't need somebody to tell you to do what you have to do. You have to learn how to do what you have to do. You subject your body. You, you don't let your body control you. You control your body. You don't sleep anyhow. If you sleep anyhow, you can't build anything in life. You don't sleep anyhow. You don't eat anyhow. You don't do things anyhow. You subject your body to discipline. It, it takes a, a, a personal timetable to build a career. Hmm? Yeah, that's that. And so many people, when they wake up, they don't have a plan for the day. Hmm. And this accounts for the reason why we have so much time but nothing is built. So much time. I told you I slept at 3 a.m. today. By 6 I'm up. I have to do what I have to do. Nobody has to tell me to do what I have to do. It's an insult for somebody to tell me what I have to do. I can't forget when people tell me that you should have done this. It's so big for me. I have to know what I have to do and do what I have to do. Discipline. <laughs> okay, so 
Anytime God demands from you a certain requirement, you must be able to meet that requirement. And God has standards. God has standards. God has standards. It will take discipline to build. Discipline. Discipline means I am paying the price today to have the price tomorrow. That's it. And listen, everything that will come to your hands, there will be a price to pay. I'm telling you. I am paying the price today so that I win the prize tomorrow. I keep saying that. If you say you are a graduate and you don't have a job, you are a fool. What you studied in school is enough to build a career. Do something. Do something. <laughs> Okay, so on the platform of discipline, there are three things you have to learn to do consistently. You have to do these three things consistently in order to advance in your career. Let me show you something in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Discipline. The force of discipline. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 20 to 21. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Have you seen that? Verse 21. If a man therefore purges himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Are you here? Now, who determines what becomes a vessel of honor? Is it God? <laughs> Look at verse 21. If a man therefore purges himself from these things, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Who, who is going to determine how you will be used by God? You. You. <laughs> If a man therefore purges himself, and I'm dealing with anointing, Holy Spirit, if the man purges himself, God will make him a vessel of honor. Discipline. Just discipline. God is not, I mean, void of anointing. He's void of vessels. In discipline. In discipline. Now, if you cannot build consistency, you cannot be trusted. And if you cannot be trusted, you cannot be promoted. Just do what you have to do. It's a problem. Now, most people are interested in the title <laughs> than the work. They, they are in, interested in the title than the task. Hmm. 
sanctify the meat for the master's use. The master's use is going to be determined by your own discipline. And let me say something very important. I've seen a lot of people joking with ministry and they say things that it is not about your ability, it's about your availability. There is nothing like that in the Bible. Be careful. Listen, the word of God is not self-motivation tidbits. Read the Bible. <laughs> Bible said, when the master was living, he gave them gifts according to their individual ability. What are you saying? He gave them gifts according to their own ability. And to some, he gave two talents to another three, to another five. According to their own ability. What is availability? What is that? What's the meaning of availability? Huh? Availability means be there by be useless. Hmm? Uh -huh. I said, behind everything that is working is a man who is at work. Availability, I said. What's availability? Oh God, I'm there. Use me. Hey, God doesn't use strangers. Eh? He uses people he has known, prepared. He doesn't pick people to use them. No. Everybody who is at the forefront today knew by preparation in the past that he will be there. And of course, discipline is hard work. And I'm saying you need to build consistency. You see, what you have to do, you have to be doing it. You don't have to let people be telling you what to do. It's an insult. It's an insult. Help us, Lord. So you arise, you shine, and through your rising and your shining, Bible said, kings shall come to you, the Gentiles shall come to your dwelling. In your career, the same laws apply. You need to arise, you need to shine, before you see kings coming to you, and the world coming to your side. Receive grace to be consistent. Yeah. So, let me just give you three mystery keys you have to know and understand. Now, in the kingdom, the kingdom operates by mysteries. The kingdom operates by mysteries. If you fail to operate the mysteries, you'll be in misery. If you fail to operate by the mysteries, you will be in misery. So you and I need to understand the power of the mysteries in the kingdom so that we operate by the mysteries in the kingdom. Mark 4, 11. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. 
It takes mysteries to operate in the kingdom. A mystery is something that other people may not understand. Un unbelievers may not appreciate, but you understand that God is opening your eyes into a certain realm of insight that will bring difference between you and the others. Mystery. That is why Jesus said, for the people who are outside the kingdom of God, everything I am saying, they hear it in parables. But for those who are in the kingdom of God, you will understand them as mysteries. They are hidden secrets. They are hidden truths. People outside will not be able to operate with them except people who are inside. They are the only people who can be able to operate with them. So the laws of the spirit are different from the laws of the flesh. The way that God will use to establish a kingdom person in Korea is different from a worldly system. And remember that we are not of the world. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. You cannot be using an ungodly person's principle to build your career. I said, it is like smuggling an unbeliever into heaven. It cannot work. It is like smuggling an unbeliever to heaven. It cannot work. So, you have to appreciate the principles in our kingdom, in the kingdom of God, in order to see the best that is available for us. For other unbelievers, I mean, they can do anything they want and can get any way they want and it will not work anyway. But for the people in the kingdom, we have to operate by the mysteries of the kingdom. That's it. Our portion is to operate by the principles of the kingdom. Because if we are in the kingdom of God, then it is the king's principles that we should prioritize and follow. Number one, the mystery of relationship with the Holy Spirit. Your career will be built based on the relationship you build with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Most people do not have an understanding of the uniqueness of the Holy Spirit. When you read Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1, the Bible said, Arise, sire, light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. It takes the glory of God, which is the Holy Spirit, to come upon your life before you can shine. And as I'm saying, unbelievers or worldly people may do whatever they want to do, but that is different from our kingdom. We do not operate by the laws of the world. We operate by the laws of God. We are different. We are different. An unbeliever may rise by having a relationship with the boss and sleeping with the person. But as a believer, you rise by the relationship you have with the Holy Spirit. Uh, that is the glory of God that comes upon you. Building a relationship with the Holy Spirit. That is the glory of God that comes upon you. Why is the Holy Spirit so important in your career? Look at Job chapter 32 verse 8. Job chapter 32 verse 8. 
But there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. But there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them what? It takes inspiration to understand. Eh? There are people who read all the books, they don't get it. There are people who read all the books, they still don't get it. It takes the Holy Spirit to understand. So, in your career, you are asking God to give you understanding. It is going to come by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. I mean, if, even if I was not going to be a pastor, I would have still succeeded. With what I know, by the Holy Spirit, it will be enough. Your relationship with him is the source of inspiration. Now, if a man is alive but does not have a spirit in him, that man is considered dead. Is that not the case? When you are building a career without the spirit, that career is already dead. And most people are building dead careers. No inspiration. No inspiration. But as a child of God, that is not your portion. Your portion is to have inspiration by the Holy Ghost. You receive understanding of your career by the Spirit. Your career is the asset that God has brought into your hands now to create a financial future for you. The Holy Spirit needs you to understand your career so that you can appreciate what you are doing. Most people cannot appreciate what they do. They don't understand. In fact, most people just do things without understanding them. Most people are just caught up in doing things without understanding. But it will take understanding for you to have the best. Imagine being a pilot without understanding your work. Imagine being a medical doctor without understanding your work. <laughs> Imagine being a businessman without understanding the business. How will you succeed in it? You, you advance by understanding the work you are doing. Yeah. And I'm saying that this understanding is not a product of researching materials. Because as for the notes, it's available to every student. Is it not the case? Yet people fail. <laughs> but what they lack is not the notes. What they lack is an appreciation of the notes. So, if you are called in a particular career and you find yourself not understanding the career, you cannot succeed in it. You cannot say you are a musician, but you don't know the meaning of modulation. Or you cannot modulate on your own. You, you will fail. You cannot say you are a musician, but you don't know your key. You must be a farmer. 
Because in farming, do you use keys to farm? No, no J or F. Just cutlass. And that understanding comes by inspiration. The Holy Ghost opens you up to understand the secrets of your assignment. You just understand. Say, wow, I get it. And so many people in their lives cannot say, I get it. They never understand it. In fact, let me say something that the moment you understand your business, it will suddenly succeed. If you understand your career, you will suddenly begin to succeed. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 4. Somebody receive grace to understand your assignment in the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. Through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. <laughs> Stability is a function of understanding. You cannot build a stable career without understanding the career. And I'm saying that this understanding is not going to come through notes and research work because there are people who have all the notes and have all the research work and they still don't understand. Understanding is by inspiration. Understanding is by inspiration. It is not just by reading. It is by inspiration. If you don't have inspiration, you will have the books to read, but you will still not understand. Now, like many pastors buy books written by church growth experts. Bishop Dag has a lot of books on church growth. Pastor David Yonggi Cho has a lot of books. Almost every pastor has read the basic books. I mean, Holy Spirit, you know, church growth. And yet, most people don't see church growth. There are people who have done church 12 years. The number is 25. They have the books. They read. It's not getting the, the writing. That's not the thing. You have to see the spirit in between the lies of the writing. That's the understanding. Because as for the materials, they are printed. And everybody can read because it's English. But there is a spirit that is behind it. That's what Elihu said. You see, when I came around, I saw elderly people talking. And I thought that because they are elderly, they have wisdom. But I said, no, but there is a spirit in man. Beyond the elderly and beyond the witty sayings and the age and the experience, they seem not to get it. And Elihu said, it is the inspiration of God that giveth understanding. Beyond the letter, beyond the writing, beyond the experience. If you cannot contact the spirit beyond it, you, everything you are building is death. Everything you are building is death. That's why in Ezekiel 37 verse 10, you see, God had to speak to the prophet to breathe upon the bones before life can come. It's the spirit that gives life. That's what Jesus said, John 6.63. So, we are not talking about the form of doing something like a career, but do you understand what you are doing? And if you understand what you are doing, by five years, it should show signs. In fact, five years is too much. To show signs that you understand is too much. No. Now, if you have a child who begins to talk at five years, is it not delayed? And as I'm saying, that understanding comes by the Spirit. Look at Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. It's a common verse. 
I know you know it, but I want us to read it. All the same. And he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Go to verse 9. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you. You see, the Lord said, it is going to happen by my spirit as they were building the temple. And he said, Zerubbabel, your hands have started building this. Like building a career. And your hands will finish it. But remember that Proverbs 24 verse 3 says, It takes wisdom for a house to be built and by understanding to be established. And even though Zerubbabel, we may have had the expertise of how to do it, he needed the Holy Spirit. That's why verse 6 says, it's not by might, not by power, power, but by your spirit. And now when you now have contact with that spirit, then the hands that have started it can finish it. Because if his spirit is not part, it cannot be built. I mean, what I'm saying is that if the Holy Ghost, you don't know him, you will not even understand your assignment and the career. You will not understand it. How do you excel in something you don't understand? How do you do well in something you don't understand? And that understanding comes by the Spirit. It is not, do you get it? Do you get it? It is, do you have the resource? It's not, do you get it? Eh? That's forgetting it, everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. You, you, you see people discussing things and you feel they are at the same level, but the results are not there. The, something is wrong. Something is wrong. So you need to build a consistent relation with the spirit. As I said, I said all these are founded on the premises of discipline. And that's why the consistency is important. Remember, now if you decide that, you see, your career is a, is, is a building, okay? You build a career. Now, when you are putting up a building, you need a ladder to go up. Is that not the case? And you get to level two and then you say you don't need a ladder. How will you get to level ten? So it will take consistency to be building. It's not that you will need it today, you will need it tomorrow. You will need it forever. These are mysteries that you will need forever. It's not you need it in this month and next month you don't need it. You, you, it's a ladder that you have to be building on forever. Forever. And that's why the discipline is important. Because if you are not disciplined, you cannot build anything. In fact, if you are not disciplined, you will, you will give up early. Yeah. And there are people too who are not giving up but are doing the thing anyhow. <laughs> And it's also not getting any results. It will not get any results. Imagine a daughter that the mother has instructed, cook. And she was in the kitchen. She has done everything. When she came, the food is not nice. Who will eat it? She was working in the kitchen, but she was not cooking. Uh, she was adding things to things. And they did not eat. So it's not doing something. Is doing it right. That's for doing something. Everybody can do something. It's doing it according to how it must be done. That's why the discipline is key. That's why the discipline is key. And I'm saying that it will take a continuous relationship with the Spirit. 
For in him we live, we move, and we have our being. Number two. Continuous relevance. Continuous relevance. I said all these things are built on the foundation of consistency, which is an art of discipline. So, number one, I talk about relation with the spirit. Number two, relevance. Relevance. Now, you advance in your career by producing results. By producing what? Results. By producing results. Your life must be getting better. Either than that, there is no sign of growth. Either than that, there is no sign of growth. Your life must be getting better. Either than that, there is no sign of growth. You produce results. And that is important. Look at Isaiah 60 verse 2. And darkness shall cover the whole earth, and gross darkness shall cover the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Have you seen that? This is relevance. Isaiah said, the whole world will be covered in darkness. But for you, you will have the light. What does that mean? You will have the solution to the problem of the world. You build career by having solutions to problems. Ah, if you are a secretary, is it a career? Ah, oh, funny, funny things. Huh? <laughs> you, 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 you are, you are, you, 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 a career when you provide solutions. <laughs> solutions. And providing solutions is what makes you relevant. In fact, providing solutions is what will make people need you. That's it. If you are not a solution provider, you will not be needed. It is not those who chase money who have it. It is those who have answers who have money. Those who have answers. It is those who have answers. It's not those who chase money. You can chase the money and you will not get it because you are not providing any solution. Relevance. Imagine selling. You said there is a place they don't sell. They don't. Uh, you said there is a food. Uh, in what I mean, nobody buys it because everybody does it. What's it? What? You said the house to house people do it. I mean, you can't sell it by like the way they sell it in Accra. Gary and Murphy. You can't sell it. Everybody has some. <laughs> How do you go to Adan to say you are going to sell salt to them? That's where salt comes from. If what you are bringing is not needed by the people you are taking to, you cannot build anything out of it. 
I pray that you have an understanding. Now, it is not enough to be building something. It is enough only when you build something that people need. When people are thirsty and you give them rice, will they be satisfied? What if they are hungry, you give them water, they'll be satisfied? It's not about what you are bringing. It's about whether there is a need for what you are bringing. That's relevance. If there is no need for what you are bringing, nobody will need it. Now, you went to French and you are teaching the students French. You went to France. You say you are teaching the students French. Who will come to class? Is their language? Huh? <laughs> you may have to teach yourself. You, you see? Now, unfortunately, so many people are building career out of something that is dead and a cake. They are building something. They are seriously building something that is dead. That is not valuable. No. Because whatever you are building is not needed. Now, imagine somebody who has decided that he's going to use his life to build cartridge. Cartridge. Who uses cartridge? Eh? or he's going to improve on Nintendo no these students don't even know what Nintendo is hmm? you, you are providing something but it's not needed your relevance is your ability to look into the future and detect by the spirit what will be needed in the next generation and then you stay with that. Then definitely there are people in darkness in that area. You carry the light, you will lead them. Because you carry the light, you will lead them. Yeah. So you have to be a provider of solutions that are needed. That is how you build a career. You build a career by being a provider of solutions that are needed. John chapter 9 verse 5, Jesus said, as long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. <laughs> he said, as long as, that is, that is irrespective of the changes of the time and of the season, I still have something valuable to give to them. The time will change, the season will change, but I still have something valuable to give to them. Imagine building a career as an MC. How can you ever have an opportunity in Harvest Fields? It may be one out of a thousand years. We don't use MC. We have printed the program outline. And the program outline is the MC. That's it. So you can be providing something wonderful but useless. Nobody needs it. How, if you say you are a comedian, the grace of your life is a comedian, how will you get a platform here? We don't joke here. We don't joke here. Every part of a lion is a lion. We don't joke here. So it's important, but it's useless. No, 
You have gone to a place where they don't eat in the morning. You say you are bringing breakfast. Who will eat it? Who will eat it? You will have to buy it yourself. <laughs> Few days ago, I went to a station in Accra, a, a car station, and I was eating uh, oranges. And uh, the man said, I don't know what I know. The woman behaved as she did. She, she did here. Then the man said, Mister, are there water on one or Woody? He said it like four times. I just stood and I look at the woman. I said, Woman, I just better. Now, as I was talking, it's around eight p.m. Oh no, of no mekutu, of no mekutu. It was why ni ni na so benumana. Ni ni kuantre fi don't know where. Thank you, Miss Evie. Energy, relevance. You are providing something that you think is so important. Listen, people will not buy what you think is important. People know what is important for them. If you are not selling what is important for them, why should they buy it? Why should they buy it? So what you are selling and what you are offering, is it something that's important to the people or you think is important? Ah. You may have to eat your ekutu by yourself. So you, you become a master of relevance by providing solutions that the world is looking out for. Not solutions that you think are important. If you are a man of God and you don't pray to God for God to anoint you for the healing ministry and for the miraculous <laughs> your family members will fail the church because people have problems people have what problems in fact people have troubles and problems so together it's called problems problems people are looking for answers that's it If you are not a provider of relevance, <laughs> now when you go to Europe, you see many church buildings there. They are now museums. If you don't know, when you go to Europe, people don't go to church. They don't they hardly go to church. They go to church twice, naming ceremony and burial rites. Even marriage is not done in church. They invite the pastor home. Basilica. Thousand people, two thousand seated capacity. Nobody goes there. Bishop Dag said he entered the church, and he asked the people that, ah, um, how many people can sit in this? He said six thousand something. Said, okay, how many people come for service? He said twelve, and all of them are old men and old women. And the man said, we have been having a service for every two weeks now. Even the pastor is thinking about it to change it to every three weeks. But do you know Europe is populated? Why are they not going to church? Because the church is not relevant to them. Ah, if I have to step in Europe and I step there, I say I'm doing a meeting. I say you stand up. That's what the Lord said. I've entered. You have entered. You will come next week. Bruh, it's not a Chronicles assembly. And I'll do that. You will come. You have solutions. You have miracles. You have testimony. You will come. That's how people are here Saturday morning when they have soaked their drawers. You have to become a provider of relevance. Forgive. 
Why? Ask the person close to you. Have you not soaked your drawers? Ask the person. Yes. Red drawers and mauve drawers. Forgive. Forgive. <laughs> no, That's why parents wear white panties. It's a description of confidence. Can wear white and will not dry it outside. <laughs> because there are fault lines and fissures and volcanic eruptions. Magma, lava, and other intrusions. Mercy. Relevance. What are you providing and how much is the world begging for it? Now you hear Christians praying, oh God, oh God, oh God, give me a job. Then you see unbelievers sitting in their garages manufacturing businesses. Bishop, where the poor was the bishop where the poor? Oh, uh, if I remember. I was listening to a certain man of God and he said, this is the only generation that looks as if unbelievers are trying to do better than believers. And he said, it's never happened in history. Never. Never. That unbelievers seem to be coming close I think it was Bishop Oedipo, to the level of success that believers have. Even in material things and material, I mean, businesses and creating, you know, relevance. So this time, the, the, the believers seem not to be doing anything. It is difficult to find Christians who have built businesses that have succeeded. It's so difficult. It's difficult. When you see the Christian women, they say they have business. It's table, toffees, crayon, candles, and sharpener. And they say they have gone to work. And they have clothes. And they are tired. You are tired of selling toffee. And candles. Hmm? Hmm. Relevance. Mark one thirty five. I see you walking in the realm of relevance in the name of Jesus. Your career would need solutions from you in order for you to advance. Solutions. Mark 1.35 Look at how to achieve relevance. And in the morning, rising up a while, a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, they said unto him, all men seek for thee. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. For there came I forth. Verse 39. What I want you to see. 
Why, why were all men seeking for Jesus? And he preached into their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. Have you seen that? The ministry of Jesus always had something extra to provide. Before Jesus, there was nowhere in the Bible that demons were cast out. Nowhere. Jesus is the first person to cast out. The, in fact, Jesus is the first person to see demons and command them out. In the whole Bible. Not Elijah. Not Moses. Not anybody. No Testament person. No John the Baptist. No, 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 no. Jesus, first person. That's why they say that, which man is this that his word comes with power that even demons and evil spirit obey him? Because it was, it was a different realm of teaching. It was a different realm of ministry from what they knew. Until you have something extra to provide, people will not mind you. All these people are not mind me, me slogan. It's a waste of your own time. If you don't have any extra thing to provide, nobody will mind you. Nobody will mind you. You, you, you need to create value-added systems for the world to mind you. Value-added systems. Value-added systems. Somebody is receiving that grace now in the name of Jesus. Oh, I said somebody is receiving that grace now in the name of Jesus. So you need to have an understanding of what extra thing can I bring on board which is different from what people are doing now. What extra thing? What extra thing? That is relevance. Relevance. And every time you should be finding ways of improving. Now, some years ago, the best phone used to be Nokia. Was it not so? Nokia is sold. Do you know Nokia has been bought? <laughs> yeah. And when they asked the assistant director of Nokia that why did Nokia come to this level, he said, we did not do... He said, we did everything right, but maybe we did not... We, we did not do something that we had to do. It's not enough to do the right things. You have to know what things you must not do. For example, in exams, you must shade one answer each. Is that not the case? If you shade two answers, including the right answer, is it correct? And you have done something you shouldn't have done. But at the same time, you have done something you should have done to shade the answer. But on top of that, you shaded your own answer too. Mm-hmm. So it's not enough doing what you have to do. You have to know which things you must not do and stay away from them. When they realized it was bought. I mean, when I was in second year, Nokia X2 was a fantastic phone. I remember how I fasted and fasted and fasted for more than a month to buy Nokia X2. I will not forget. Red and black. Yeah. Fast. It took fasting to buy that phone. It was 150 Ghana CD or something. I remember. Fasting, fasting, fasting to buy. Nobody uses Nokia today. It's dead and gone. You know Panasonic? It's buried. Siemens. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. There used to be cars. The Renault. Hmm? Opel. Eh? Pearl, wow, wow, pearl, wow, pearl, da, da, da. It's gone. You need to create 
continuous improvement. Either than that, you will be very important now and you will be alive and nobody will be minding you at a point. That is what has happened to so many people. That makes them frustrated. But, uh, frustration will not bring healing anyway. It will take continuous improvement to come out. So, my business used to be good. It's not a story. It's not a story. You have to do better than what you are doing currently. Because the problems of the future cannot be solved by the solutions of the past. It will take new solutions to solve new problems. New solutions. I mean, years ago, the popular people in a, in a movie and media, uh, whatever, were people who were doing concerts. You remember? Did you watch concert party? It was exciting. Saturdays, evening. Yeah. You bath and you, 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 you hide under the table, the center table. Hmm? Behind someone's window, the person pulls the curtain, then the Indomie has fought. That was, that was the favorite. Who now is doing concert party? And who will watch it? All these guys who are doing the concert party had, have to metamorphose themselves into relevant forms. Look at Acrobeto. He had to change. He had to move. He had to do something new. Because you find new ways to do what you used to do and be at the best. That's You can't have current solutions for current problems. Oh, listen to you. There used to be a program called Greetings from Abroad. Do you remember? An Andrew window. It's buried. It was buried in Osu Cemetery years ago. It's dead. In fact, if you if you if you are an IT person, you will remember my space. Oh, people were moving. What has happened? Facebook has taken over. Do you remember Blackberry? You remember Blackberry? It used to be a goddess. If you don't have Blackberry, no, you are not a human being. I remember how I begged one of my cousins to give me his Blackberry phone just for one day. And I remember how when we were playing football, I was holding their phone to play football. I, I just wanted people to ask me what I hope. Nobody asked me that. Day. It was a black, it was also black, and the keys were, oh, Nobody asked me. I was I jump with the phone. Nobody asked me anything. It was not my phone. But the next day he had collected his phone back to Suhum. He just wanted to hold. Where is Blackberry today? Oh. Right now, if somebody sees you with Blackberry, say, hey, Joe, when you knew? <laughs> Why were they there? Why? 
blackberry was not able to go through the economic metamorphosis that even though it is present it is as good as dead so you need continuous improvement that's it to create the relevance to create the relevance if you have a ticopo in your room and you uh, by the way if you have a ticopo in your room buy, buy a flat screen that's a free advice just buy a flat screen you have a ticopo in your room and you, you, you cut the cement open and you put it there it is not a flat screen it is still a thing. Because when we pass here, we will, we, will, we, will, we, will, we will see the pickup, the career, <laughs> there. When you see people traveling, moving from one house to another, and they, there is a tikopo, there is this, you, you, you watch them as they pass. Hey, bye-bye. Where are you coming from? Where are you going? TV with a big tube. Tube, tube, like what they wear to bath. Why? The world has moved on. The world has moved. On. And as I'm talking, somebody is finding money to get biotic upon. I saw people, they were negotiating. Remember 350, 350, remember I watch all of them like that. Hey! And it's also used. You see the brand of the thief, the name, you've not seen it before. <laughs> Odek. Hey. <laughs> Odek from where? It is gone. Massa. If you don't find new ways, you are gone. I mean, years ago, people used to dress, they would put flowers, eh? The guys, flowers here, flowers here, oh, chains. I mean, some of them, it's a crest, it comes with some chain under it. We breathe. And the girls would say, mm, wow. When you do that now, they say, no. No, this is God. At first, when you see people about to sleep, you see powder. Eh? <laughs> hey, sh- people used to scare us. Eh? Sometimes the powder is even red. There is red powder. Kolebu powder. I know it's a chair. I'm going to be a guy. Powder. Now, when you do that, we be a medallion. A trim. A trim. Huh? This, uh, 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 when ladies are sleeping, what they wear? The night wear, the first, like, the, uh, flying clouds. Eh? Eh? <laughs> eh? You have more than a, a, a medical doctor. Hmm? Overall, overall, six years, eh? That one off, another one. Hey. Hey. Eh? 
you find ways of bringing something extra than what people know that's the only way to have relevance number three and lastly relating with the top and down your career advancement will be hinged on your ability to relate with all manner of people you have to learn how to relate with all manner of people how can you say you are a musician that when you went to a church and they are singing you were not singing <laughs> that's an insult and you know sometimes eh, you are going to see that very often when people who don't sing anything come around and they, they, they pocket Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach. Coach Zero. is so pathetic. People don't know how to relate. They don't know. If you don't learn how to relate, you may be blocking yourself from getting help from where you can get help. Yeah. Because some of the people who help you in your career are not the people in the top offices. They are the ordinary people. In fact, okay, almost all the places that I have gone where I had to do with power and authority in this country or speaking with people outside the country who had some level of influence came through ordinary meetings with ordinary people that I did not know who they were. Yeah, that by the time we are done talking, say, Oh, I'm the husband of this, I'm the wife of that. So, okay, ordinary, just learn how to relate. Yeah, just learn how to relate. Usually, the greatest blessings that will come through your career, will not come from the people you are looking at. So, just learn how to relate. Just learn how to relate. Now, at your workplace, if the only person you respect, you respect is your boss, you will never <laughs> go up. Do you know why? Because there are people who supply information to the boss at the workplace that you don't respect and so they say we want to recommend her for promotion say, oh no 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 we will destroy the business yeah because for you all that you know is to respect the boy because you you think he's the person you should flow with it's just hypocritical you, you are, people just pretend 
But if you have a good relationship with people generally, when the, your boss says, oh, Charlie, I think we have to, the people say, oh, yes. She's nice, she's this, she's that. In fact, usually if you'll be promoted, it's not just on the grounds of your competence, your ability to deliver. It has to do more with your social skills and how your behavioral patterns, how you flow with the people. That's what people look at. More than whether you're able to do the job. Human beings are not test tubes. We are not pouring liquids into things to see height and volume. No. Human beings are relational. If you don't know how to relate, so many things that can come to your hands will suddenly not come. Yeah. And especially if you think you are a certain kind of person and you have a certain class, that everybody is not in your class. Because you are in class six, we are in class one. Your matter is worse. Your matter is worse. Because as I said, some of the greatest people that God will bring your way to help you advance your career will just be people who are ordinary people. People you do not know. People you have not met before. And people who do not look whatever. So you have to have respect for all men. That's it. Respect for how many men? Your tribesmen. <laughs> respect for rich people. <laughs> do you know there are many people who are driving V8 but they don't own them? <laughs> now, if you want to see whether somebody owns the car he's driving, do you know how you see it? When the car is involved in an accident, find out what the person does. When the person cries beyond the normal, he doesn't own it. Yeah. So if you will just behave with people, behave well to people because they drive cars, you may meet their owners at the car shop and you may disrespect them. But you will be surprised later to meet the person you disrespected as the boss. Some months ago, I watched a movie, a Nigerian movie, and the lady left their boyfriend to marry another guy because that guy had promotion. And the package was good. And he had moved into a new apartment and he was giving a car and everything. So he left the guy. He said, you are poor. We have worked with you for many years. There is nothing to show for. Then the new boyfriend told the lady, today my boss will come around. So you have to cook, you have to do things well and everything. When the guy came, the lady insulted the guy on top. Hi, what are you doing here? You have chased me down here too. Oh, failure, you, you have failed, you are this, you are that. And the guy entered. When the guy entered, he said, boss, I'm sorry, the documents are ready. This and that. And the guy signed everything. Then the lady said, ah, the boss, boss, boss is this guy. He's the billionaire, whatever, whatever. And the guy said, oh, yes, I'm the guy. And he left. A lady could not sleep again. When she's on the bed, she'll be crying like a cow. Whoa! No. When the rich guy, the rich guy wanted to test whether the girl was good. So he devoid himself from every money and everything that he had. And he said he has lost everything. And sometimes, let people know that you have lost everything. Yeah. And sometimes, just lose some things. Oh, lose them. To let people know. You will, you will see who they are. You will be so surprised that one month to your settlement, you say, no, I can't settle with this. Because we've lost everything, baby. The house is gone. The car is gone. I was into a deal. You, you will hear. How can you be doing that? You think you are wise? You are not wise. 
True wisdom is a house built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He had to disguise himself to see which lady was correct. Yeah. And these ladies are iPhone ladies. They are tablets, Apple tablet ladies. Yeah. They don't even like Samsung iPhone. If you don't have iPhone, you are not a human being. <laughs> hmm? And if your phone needs some tapping for the screen to be stable, oh, you are a buffalo. But sometimes you learn how to disguise yourself to see how people relate with you. I say if you have money, don't show it to a woman. Don't show it. Not human. Show it to angels, hmm? not women. When you show money to women, her diet will change. She will be certainly on diet. She has to take fruits, vegetables, and other things. Don't show it to her. Disguise yourself. Eat coconut, eat coconut, eat coconut, eat coconut. If she is correct, she will develop capacity for coconut. If she is not correct, she will be angry the next time Kokonte is in the house and look at their faces and mark it down. You will know them. Yeah. And listen, if you are a guy, you are poor, just sometimes, just make yourself poor, I'm telling you. It's good. Yeah. Before you think about <laughs> cheating on her, she has already chorted on you. <laughs> she has done well. She has chorted. <laughs> That's the past tense of cheat. <laughs> she has chorted. You, you think that you, you, you are smart? Oh. Listen, when the woman goes to do that and she you will never see. Oh. It's a guy that you will see. A woman you can see. You think that you, you are trying to outsmart her by cheating? No. She has already chorted. She has chorted and she's sitting down asking you whether you are okay. <laughs> Sometimes when you have things, don't show them. Disguise yourself. Yeah. And see how they relate with you. And even when the money comes, say the money has not come. Uh, gentlemen are in the house. Yes. That's free advice. Just free advice. Free advice. Because these women, they sniff money. They sniff money. They sniff money like police dogs. They sniff money. Somebody is already angry. I said they sniff money like police dogs. The, the, the trunk of their noses is like an elephant. It goes 60 meters deep to smell where water is. And when you suddenly have a car, you, 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 you. their talking has changed. They say, hey, they say, hey, that's true. 
What happened today? It's the khaki. It's the khaki. They relate. They change. You have to learn how to flow with people, whether you think they are rich or poor. Yeah. Hey. One day we went somewhere at Trasaco, and there was a woman who came out. You know. Let me just say what I want to say. Now, when we entered, I went with my father in the ministry, Prophet El Bernard. When we entered the place, it was a gated, a gated estate in a gated estate. Okay, twice. So she came out without slippers. She was wearing a thicotta shorts, you know, khaki, and a white satin. Eh? Yeah. The English name is Caterpillar. Go and find it. So, she entered and she was calling, you know, the driver to come pack this way, pack this way. And my father asked me a certain question and I answered. Then he went inside. He didn't spend more than 15 minutes, not more than 15 minutes. When he came, he gave me money. He said, count. I counted it was one billion. He said, count. Let's count. Let's count it. Thousand, 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 thousand. It was hundred. Hundred of thousand Ghana. Hundred thousand. One billion. It's a, it's a seed. It's somebody's plantation. It's a seed. I said she was wearing. She looks ordinary. They say, Sanya ma, Yanama, near the earpiece, I say, I assume say it was Scania at the end, Nini Nedremo, or more Masu or Moyanesa, or Maukasa or Mountain, or the ideas is on Masu. I was on taken to a war, hearing it. Sanya ma, Nedrem. 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 You know this man of God, Ebenezer. Yadom, Adakwa, Prophet One. He went to a place to buy cocoa. He was sitting in the sky, and a man came, and the man said, "I don't have much cocoa, na mano. Obet told me. So he told the man, 'Master, told me I should have said, 'Midi cocoa, ne kakra ko ya should have.' I don't know what No, no, no. They're right." Do you know what the man said? He asked the woman, Mommy, Cocon Debia, we are saying now in your film. See 200 Ghana. See, hey, my mouse come for a month. And then Cocon Nibia, Koda. Metuyao Coco for one month. Oh, he was telling the guy, Metuyao Coco for one month. Mommy, Koda, Kufi. Koda. And then Cocon for one month. Kopego Coco will be with you. Kopego Coco will be with you. Material one man straight. Be careful how you talk. <laughs> Respect people without knowing them, eh? Respect people. Isaiah 60 verse 3. 
Look at the person close to you. Tell the person, treat me well. Oh. Tell the person, you don't know. Hmm. Imagine somebody slapping you in town and came to your house to marry your sister. When they enter the hall, you, you laugh first before. <laughs> they say, well, I say, oh, no, I just want to laugh. <laughs> you serve the person with drink that you are poisoning it. <laughs> One time I met one of my students, he was work, she was working with a guy, and the guy was holding, holding her, you know that thing. So when I said, hey, Masa, where are you now, sir? Then the lady said, Papa, I'm a cousin. I said, oh, and you're so anymore, Be careful how you treat people. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy son. You see the two kind of people. Gentiles, ordinary people, kings, super ordinary people. These two kind of people are going to come to you and to know how to relate with them is what would determine what you would draw out from them. In fact, I would want to say that if you know how to relate with ordinary people, you will get more than knowing how to relate with kings. Yeah. You know, most, most churches who have, they have rich people in the church that they, they say, Oh, for the harvest, we will, Mr. This and Mrs. That will be chairman and whatever. You know, you know they do that. Chairperson and Abuafo, huh? I don't do that. And I don't have time for that. Then the chairperson will say, Oh, Mama, Mama, Solano, thousand. Then they have the other person say, supporters say, Mama, 500. Now, when you add that money, it's just 1,005. But when you add the monies of the ordinary people who come, the market women and this, who give two city, five city, by the time you are done, it will be more than a thousand five. Just simple. If you don't know how to relate with ordinary people, you may be thinking the greatest things will come from you. You can go to somebody's office, he's the boss, so you think he's the one who buys the products. How many products can the boss buy? You talk to the normal people in the office and you see that they are the people who really buy the thing. And they are the people who move the thing to go faster. Not the bosses. Usually, the thing is, what if you win elections? It's the grassroots. It's not those in whatever house who can define fish farming. Huh? Hmm. So you have to learn how to relate with Gentiles and learn how to relate with kings. Gentiles are ordinary people. Kings are super ordinary people. You learn how to relate with them. Look at 2 Kings chapter 5 as we close. 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 2. God is giving somebody the wisdom to relate in the name of Jesus. 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 2. <laughs> One day I went <laughs> to spirit life. The first time I met the father of my the biological father of my spiritual father. When I was going to the church and a certain old man called me, he said, gentlemen, come. Then I went, I was standing there. He said, I want to give you some keys. And he was talking, talking. More than 45 minutes and my hand was behind me. When we closed, then I saw that man call Prophet Ben and he said, Ben, bruh. <laughs> when he came, he said, that is, uh, he said, that's my father's father. My spiritual father's biological father. He said, Jesus, if I had messed up, 
Hey, Bram, so me kwa sorry about that. Hey, you have been in my end. Now, since any time he's me come, let's talk. And he'll be talking plenty. Just because of how I, I how I arranged myself the first time. Yeah. I didn't need to know him. You know. Don't get easily provoked though. Yep. Because somebody sitting very close to you now may be the next minister of state that you are not aware. <laughs> In fact, your ex may be the next first lady of Ghana. What will you do about it? If you left her well, I mean you have contract. But if you didn't leave her well in Sawam straight. And these women, they don't forget anything. The date is in their mind. It was October 9th. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 2. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would have recovered him of his leprosy. Have you seen that? Now, this came from a maid servant who was in the house. A maid servant. When you read verse 1, the Bible said, and the, Syrians, and the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captives of the land of Israel. A little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. Have you seen that? A maid. Then verse 5. And the king of Syria said, go to, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. Have you seen that? So in the case of Naaman, he had to know how to relate with both the maid in the house and the king of Syria the Gentile, and the king. Because, you see, <laughs> it, it was the maid who knew the person who would bring his healing. And it was the king who gave him the authority to move. You have to learn how to relate with people that people don't respect them. You can lose everything. You can lose everything. Just by how you conduct yourself with somebody you don't respect. In fact, when you are working, I mean, in the career line, you have to be very careful who you offend because you don't know how that person is networked with whoever you want to meet. You'll be so surprised. Yeah. The gate man at the bank may be the uncle of the director. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Just because he's not going to school does not mean he does not have influence over the director. You just get there and speak some dagati and your director's face has changed see me in the office problem has come and i mean if you're a boss you can just find problem for people without them doing something wrong yeah you're in charge so it tells you how you have to be careful in how you relate with people yeah especially if you don't know them especially if you don't know them look at acts chapter 9 verse 15 Then we pray. This is the testimony of Apostle Paul. Acts chapter 9, verse 15. May you receive wisdom to learn how to relate in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> One friend of mine went for an interview. When he went for the interview, they asked him, uh, um, they were talking about, the one guy came and he was talking about, you know, I'm sure he was the PR or the HR about what the interview will be about and all. And before the guy would finish, my friend lifted his hand. Sir, I have a question. Hey, 
Now you that they are going to interview you, you came with questions. I have a question. He said, what? In front of all the other guys who are coming for the interview, he said, as for me, I will not get time for the, both the morning and the evening shift. I want to tell you that if I get a job, you may have to excuse me for the evening shift because I am a student. And now, <laughs> yes, he was coming to interview the person who was coming to interview him. So when he finished, then he asked, what's your name? Then he mentioned his name. Then the man said, follow me to the office. So he said, sit down, please. <laughs> then he was, <laughs> he was still talking about how he would not be able to come morning shift. And the man was also looking through the documents for his application letter. So, oh, okay. So you can't come. Then he found, so this is your name. So that's Sammy. Okay, Sammy, take. Leave here now. Oh, sir, leave. <laughs> oh, sir, stupid. <laughs> Why do you do that? Eh? Why do you do that? You see, Ali jump plenty. Oh. Eh? Yet you want a job. And the job we've been going for was a job as a security man. Acts chapter 9 verse 15. The fact that some people don't have money does not mean they don't have connections. Be careful. But the Lord said unto him, and you know if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything bad. Yeah. You don't go to somebody <laughs> who sank in the church. You say, oh, nice. It was good song. But I think the key was probably but maybe next time you should try maybe the next key or so but I mean it's fairly good it's not bad it's not bad you have tried you have tried you have tried if you don't have any good thing to say don't say anything bad just smile it's, it's okay so it's okay but the Lord said unto him go thy way for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings. Have you seen that? And the children of Israel. Again, you see the two places his work will take him to. Gentiles and kings. Everybody's work will take him to ordinary people and great people. You have to know how to relate with them. And if you don't take care, you also find yourself worshipping great people when they don't have to be worshipped. Yeah, that's the bottom licking approach. That's where Africa is where we are today. Everything from the white is good. Everything from us is bad. Including our complexion. Yeah. So you have to learn how to build proper relationship with great people and also build proper relationship with ordinary people. Definitely, there are great people and there are ordinary people. According to Proverbs 22, 29. All people are not the same. All men are not the same. All kinds of people are not the same. But you have to know how to relate with them. Because if you don't know how to relate with them, a certain advancement that must come out from your career may not come because you curtailed a certain relationship. You destroyed a certain relationship. That's why wisdom is needed in how you approach people. Wisdom is needed in how you approach people. The more you build wisdom, the more and easier it is to relate with people who are different from you. 
You don't need to show that you are angry for us to know that you have a different point of view. It's, 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 it's unneeded. It's unneeded. And you can say what you think without necessarily destroying a relationship. You know, most people have a way of winning the argument and losing the person. Uh, but that's so stupid. It's better you lose the argument and you win the person than you win the argument and lose the person. We don't use arguments to build life. We use people. Because you don't choose winning arguments over winning people. Sometimes, deliberately decide that you are wrong. Just say that you are wrong. Just to keep the person. Yeah? No. If you have a problem with your biological father, how will things go well with you? Or your biological mother? Or your pastor? Then life becomes difficult. There are some people you just should decide that you are, you, are, you are wrong. So that things just work. Yeah. So that things just work. You have a problem with your boss at work. You learn how to work on the problem. You know? Yeah. Because he has a certain role to play in your advancement. Your customers, they have a certain role to play in your advancement. You can get just one call. You can get one meeting. That will turn everything around. And that's the prayer I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus. That may you get one call that will cause things to turn around in the name of Jesus. May you receive one connection that will open you up for promotion in the name of Jesus. And whatever difficulty there is concerning your career, I demand that by wisdom you find ways of navigating out of it in the name of Jesus. You have received Stand all to you need feet. to know today to in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast, and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my path.